0: Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 210 That's 0330 118 0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.
1: Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast with me Rob Davis, Tom Canning hello and abby Titus. hello hello both of uh, uh my co-presenters are uh, grinning at me annoyingly because i messed up the intro on the first one so uh, i'm glad i managed to get through that two sentences relatively unscathed
2: i'm going to immediately download that soundbite as well just so you know after this oh good <laughs>
1: that's uh, gonna follow me around brilliant it makes a change
2: uh, oh, I'm normally the one getting the grief so I've got to, I've got to make the
1: most of it <laughs> oh is this all my chickens coming home to roost yes oh dear oh dear never mind well how have we been uh, Abby how have you been this week You've been to a few games
2: just the one, actually. I did an entire weekend of not going to watch football, which was very confusing for myself. Um, yeah, you know, I had a football-free weekend, but I uh, made up for it by uh, going to Ascot last night. Do you know? I actually felt a little bit emotional about it today because, <laughs> yeah, it's just such well, yeah, just such an occasion, wasn't it? And That's also, just for anybody that ever tells me that football is just a game, just I'm going to raise in my life. <laughs> well, uh, uh, <clears throat> yes, yeah, we've got no, very well, thank you.
1: Very good, very good. We'll definitely come on to Ascot in a bit. But, uh, Tom, I should probably ask you the same. How have, how have you been this week? Uh, you're looking brighter and breezier than you were a couple of weeks ago. So, fully now. over the... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Fully over the cold and everything now.
0: Yeah, very much. All back to uh, back to normal. So, um, yeah, all good, really. Yeah, football-wise, spoken to a lot of people, which has been nice, getting back in the swing. And a bit of, I think, um, writer's fatigue, I think, as Abby said the other week. Um, just, oh... Oh, there's loads to do, and I don't know where to start. But yeah, I sort of feel like I'm back on it today. So spoke to Bobby Wilkinson yesterday. Always puts a spring in your step. Um, I had some nice comments about some things we did a couple of weeks ago, which was great. Spoke to Jamie Tompkins yesterday, and obviously haven't spoken to him today, but, you know, probably won't bother because, you know, they didn't do much, did they? So, Yeah, clearly. Um yeah, uh and just yeah enjoyed with the I've got a really great uh video waiting to come just waiting for permission for to use one bit of video and then we've got a really great ask united uh sort of montage. I haven't chosen the, the backing music yet. I don't know if I will. Don't know if, don't know if I need to crowd seems to do enough but yeah. Titanic.
2: Go for Titanic. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rather
0: rather a long long-winded way of saying yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, certainly right the spring has sprung and put a spring in all of our steps. Um well, let's start by going back to the weekend because we had we had so much to talk about this week. We could start in about three or four different places, but uh, let's start back at the weekend where we had our uh, Berkshire had their first men's. Uh, League champions of the season. Bracknell Town have finally done it. We've been saying on the show for weeks and weeks uh, it's a matter of uh, when, not if, and um, sort of trying to work out exactly when it will be mathematically possible. They've had a few point, uh, enough points for a couple of weeks now that um, the other sides were not going to catch them. But it became official on Saturday. They won 4-0 at Ashford uh, United, Ashford Town, sorry, uh, Middlesex, and uh, Chertsey, In the other game, uh, lost at home to Hanwell Town. So the combination of those results handed the title to Bracknell. Their first title, Tom, I think you told us, since the Isthmian League Division 3 title in the 93-94 season. Is that correct?
0: Correct, yes. Um, Although I must correct um, both ourselves and everyone else, it is not the first time they will have played at step three uh, because... uh, we all collectively forgot that prior to 1994, the National League South didn't exist. And therefore, when Bracknell were in Division One of the Southern League and... Uh, no, I don't think it's not the Southern League, Division One of the Isthmian League, they were technically at step three, although they've never played in the Isthmian League Premier Division. So that is true.
1: That is true. So, yeah, hitting heights for uh, uh, Bracknell. And a fantastic, uh, well, capping off their season uh, with a very deserved league title. I mean, what... What do you think it means to uh, uh, Bracknell in general, Tom? You're probably the most qualified to talk of this, considering um, your uh, long links to the club. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, it, it means everything to them. They've they've worked really hard. Um, they've obviously had a few things thrown at them, um, not least not least sort of uh, money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course, you know, no one likes the team that's relentlessly at the top of the league. I mean, they've, you, you, you still have to, I've, I've, I'm repeating myself essentially, but they've built a team. They've stuck with it. They've, there's a number of players there that played uh, step five last season. Um, they've, I think they've conceded, still only conceded 10 goals. Um, most of those were, uh, with, am I right in thinking some of those were, couple of those were own goals. Uh there, yeah. there's some there's some various stats in there that I'm not you know, but the supporters that I've spoken to, you know, some of these some of these people have have watched Bracknell lose 10 nil, um and upwards of ten nil um on multiple weeks. You know, sometimes you say you, you get excited about like winning two in a row. Well some of us ended were watching Bracknell when they were losing ten nil, two in a <laughs> row, three in a row. It was, you know, some really, really Tough times, but you know some of these some of these people have been watching the team for that long, and and you know, it, and I know Bobby and the rest of the club will will say that, but this is this is for those sorts of people, I'm sure. Um, it's the for themselves as well because frankly they deserve it. They have been relentless this season. Absolutely incredible. The, yeah. the only real shame is that there's no massive cup run to mm. to, to go with it. Um, but you know they wanted they wanted to get get there in the league, and they and they've done that. But that Bracknell Town team should really be looking at latter stages of perhaps the, well, certainly first, qual- first round of the FA Cup, latter stages of the of the FA Trophy. Why the hell not?
1: Mm. Yeah, step three next <sighs> season. So there'll be yeah. potentially uh, uh, a bigger and better force. And from what I've seen of the, of the uh, few games they played, step three opposition this season, they do look like they'd probably be competitive. They got a draw against um, Chesham United in the FA Trophy uh, earlier in the season, went through on penalties. And uh, Cheshire United are in the playoffs in the Southern League Premier Division South, which we think is the division that uh, Bracknell will go into. Uh, nothing confirmed yet, obviously. It all depends on who goes up and who comes down. But it looks most likely they'll be in the Southern League Premier Division South. Um, uh, I spoke to Bobby Wilkinson after the game. And uh, for those of you who are listening on the podcast as opposed to the broadcast, uh, Tom will seamlessly be splicing in my interview about now. Um, So if you are following us on the broadcast, you're going to have to go and download the podcast so that uh, you could listen to all the words that Bobby Wilkinson said after the game. But he was uh, very humble, very magnanimous. And it was actually his birthday on Saturday as well. So uh, a very nice birthday present. And uh, yeah, happy birthday to him. But uh, just say before we get off of that, thank you very much to Live Sports FM for letting us use the audio of that. Um, I was there under their guys at the weekend. So thanks to that. And thanks to my co-commentator, Keith, for, Keith Higgins, for backing me up all the way through that. So I'm here with Bobby Wilkinson, Bracknell
3: Town Manager, who have just been crowned champions of the Isthmian South Central Division 1. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Yeah, for for starters, has been crowned on 19th of March, six weeks to go. I just think that just says it all about this team and these boys. They deserve all the credit. Um, I, I might lead them, but they deserve the credit to do it in the style we've done it. Um, and we're here to try and break some records as well. I'm just overjoyed with, for everyone at the football club. So it sounds like you haven't actually struggled with uh, motivation over the last few weeks. It does,
1: look like it, it does look like for a long time you've had this sewn up. Uh, has there been any trouble at all trying to motivate these lads, keeping them going?
3: Uh, no, it's been no trouble. Everyone's been telling me for weeks and weeks it's sewn up. Let me tell you one thing. I've never thought that. Um, my standards are very high. Everyone knows that. I know I can demand too much at times. It's only because I, I want these moments. Um, and, you know, I hope people recognise that. I'm, when I demand so much on two different people, now it's done. I can relax. I won't demand <laughs> anything. Um, but I will demand that the boys work hard on... Um, on Monday to try and win another game because we want to break some records. But I didn't believe it was won until you see there. I just I wouldn't celebrate until it was mathematically done.
1: So the game itself, one with a first half blitz, four nil, all goals coming in the first half. Looked pretty uh, it looked pretty comfortable in the second half uh, but yeah just
3: talk us through a few of the goals in the game uh, I was really really pleased with the goals because uh, conditions were really tough out there today yeah. and um, we, we spoke about it in great depth one thing I know what we can do and what we've worked on so well this year is manage the game um, you know we couldn't play pretty football because the pitch was rock hard the wind was uh, you know uh, we're going into the wind so we want to get the ball forward quickly and I have to say Three of the goals were just outstanding goals. One-touch finishes and things like that. So I just cannot say a credit to the boys. The win 4-0 here today is just absolutely incredible. Incredible girls, and like you say, you've had some real top-class talent up front.
1: Just say a word on... It. I want to uh, highlight all your striking options, but Seb Bowman, I mean,
3: come on. it 26 goals he scored this season. A word on him. Um, he's just just one of the best players I've worked with. Everyone knows that. I say he's in my top three. I, I, I think the world of him. We've got a very, very close relationship, me and him, and um, the way he works off the pitch as well as on it, the way he conducts himself, he is... Um, he deserves to finish top goal scorer this year, and we hopefully we can keep driving forward so he can now get the golden boot. And um, we still want to be the best team in Europe with clean sheets um, and have the best record at the moment. As you know, we've only conceded ten, so that record stands. Um, I think the record is 14, isn't it? Chelsea in 2004, and then I was told it wasn't done, uh, hasn't been done for over 100 years. So to do that at Bracknell Town Football Club is, you know, uh, it will be a privilege to do that for this football club and this chairman
1: bit early to think about maybe but uh, step three next season um, you obviously with Hungerford previously you'd gone from step four to step two Is that the immediate ambition or are you looking
3: to consolidate or or how do you see next season going? Everyone knows what I'm like, my drive, (laughs) my ambition. Um, Me and the chairman, will sit down in the next few weeks and um, together hopefully we can drive this club forward. Um, uh, He's backed me, you know, through thick and thin and, you know, I've demanded lots from him and I know I've annoyed him at times (laughs) and stuff like that, but he, he, he... Want to go up again as well, and um, yeah, let's hope we can all stay together and we can uh, we can uh, go for another promotion because I I just love promotions (laughs) and I uh, I want another one and I, I will drive to to see if we can get this football club another one few comments about the fans this is the first time they've seen their team win the uh, league since the
1: 93-94 season when they won the Isthmian uh, third division so uh, taking them to a
3: title again it's got to be special for them a word or two about them fans today were just just incredible that's why I wanted to celebrate with the fans you know um, because it's about fans as well isn't it, it, it you know I'm, I am a manager it's about all of us everyone knows I talk about families I talk about togetherness and we've built a culture here now over the last two years about being together and it was a wonderful. club before I come here and we just wanted to bring it to another level and these fans they they were out the numbers today (laughs) they They had the drums they were loud Um, yeah they were flares they're lunatics at times don't they but um, that's what I love about them and they they deserve hopefully they have some sore heads they get drunk today and um, because I can promise you one thing I will have a drink tonight Um, (laughs) I haven't really drunk the last few weeks because I've been too I haven't really slept but tonight I'm going to have a few drinks and hopefully a few of the fans have a few drinks with us and enjoy these moments because over the years I've never really celebrated my promotions but I think this one I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) celebrate brilliant Finally, um, we hear it's a big celebration today, but also a celebration for you. I hear it's your birthday today. Happy birthday.
1: Yeah. Have you got anything anything planned particularly for that, or is it all just about the uh, promotion this evening? I'll be
3: honest, it's just about a promotion. Um, I wanted to celebrate with my, my three kids and my wife because they sacrificed so much for me, and they mean everything to me. They see the two sides of me, the horrible side at football, and then, then I'm a father when I get back. But today was about uh, enjoying this game, but enjoying my um my birthday after, <laughs> if I can, um, you know, when the, when the fans are singing happy birthday, I just close my ears because uh, I know I'm getting old, I know I, I have sleepless nights, but do you know sir, I'm going to enjoy this birthday, I can promise you that one. Brilliant,
1: brilliant. Uh, Bobby Wilkinson, manager of championship winning, uh, Isthmian South
3: Central uh, Bracknell, congratulations. Can I, can I just say, you two do a brilliant job, the way you travel, the way people don't see in the weather, what you do, you're a credit to your profession and I can't thank you enough for all your hard work and what you do and I spoke to you three weeks ago, that's why I ran ran halfway over the pitch. I didn't forget. Um, so thank you so much for your dedication and what you do for this football club as well and everyone else.
1: That's very kind. Thank you very much, Bobby. And congratulations again. Thank
3: you. Cheers. Sorry, Tom, go on.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, I don't think I'm particularly speaking out of turn, but I understand there was rather a, a large party at the Royal Oak <laughs> in Bracknell on, um, on the Saturday after the, after the game. Um, uh, little everyone was a little worse for wear and I think um I think uh, I don't think it's unfair to suggest maybe that that uh would played a little part in uh Monday night's nil nil draw with Tooting and Mitcham United who had entirely escaped my notice are in serious trouble
1: yeah at the other absolutely. end of the table Yeah they a they huge were, surprise exactly yeah they were one of the teams that were sort of uh up there with Bracknell in the last couple of seasons and so uh yeah, to see them at the other end is a big surprise. Nil-nil still. So they still didn't concede, even when um, uh, they didn't perhaps have their best game for whatever reason. But uh, Bracknell Town fans will be able to see the trophy being presented this weekend um, uh, in their home game against on St. Peter. So I encourage you all to get down to Bottom Meadow and go and see Bracknell lift their first uh, league trophy title since... When did we say? Nineteen ninety-four. Nineteen
0: ninety-four. We said. Um, yeah. it, also worth just mentioning, it is uh, it is free years. entry.
1: Yes, free entry to that game, so no excuse not to go down. Twenty-eight years since they uh, um, since they lifted the trophy, so good on Bracknell. You Congratulations just, have you to everyone
0: here. Just work that out in your head.
1: No. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to work out, is it? Twenty. Uh, yeah. For me, yes. All oh, right, okay. For me,
0: it, it really is. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm not very good at that sort of stuff. <laughs> very
1: good. 28 years in the making, but good for good old Bracknell. It's been a, um, a long time coming, and we've been uh, waiting for it to happen for a long time. But uh, yeah, it'd be great to see them finally lift the trophy. Good stuff there. Well, uh, moving on, we'll uh, stick with in chronological order. So, uh, another thing that happened in. Uh, The weekend was a very successful day. at York Road Uh, It was a Maidenhead hosted a Women's Girls Day. Uh, It was free entry. Uh, Abby, you didn't uh, get there in the end, but uh, uh, tell us all about it and uh, how it went down at York Road on Sunday.
2: Yes, sadly I was not there, but watch this space. As uh, Maskell has indicated in the group chat, I'll be there at some point, so you'll still get to hear my dulcet Berkshire tones at some point. (laughs) On the Danoy there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so, well, I mean, in terms of the actual day itself, obviously, it was about promoting women and girls. So they had lots of activities beforehand, and I think that went especially well. Um They're raising money for the Dash charity as well. I need to actually ask Neil how much they raised, how, how they got on there. <clears throat> Tom, why are you
0: laughing? Sorry, I've just got Twitter up, and I don't mean to interrupt, but Aska have just posted a, an amusing tweet. Um <laughs> I might be able to share it. Hang on a second. Um, I'm really sorry, Abby. This is. Thank uh, you. You're really...
2: laughing just as I was talking about sorry. charity work there as well.
0: I'm so <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. the am going to
1: shoehorn that into the Ascot bit rather than the uh, rather than the uh, <laughs> no. uh, Girls Day at Maidenhead. Bit. Uh,
0: as as we've just discovered, um, it's rather awkward to redo this stuff. So, um, <laughs> hang on a sec. Uh, what am I trying to do? Uh, <coughs> here we go. Um, right. Let me share this. Uh oh I'm just going to read it out to you basically it says breaking news the search is underway for chris ellis's penalty kick updates to follow and there's a video searching the woodland uh, around the pitch so, yeah I don't
1: know sorry if actually come down yet but still, no, no. <laughs> more of Listen, that he's when the, we get uh, to he's the throw
2: aspect. in specialist that's what he that's his best best work
1: yeah so i mean like...
0: you get you can't get in a throw in specialist to take penalty kicks what are you thinking <laughs>
2: um anyway as i was saying yes i don't know the exact amount that they raised but i from what i've seen here there and about on twitter and things like that they had a very successful day raising some money for the dash charity which as i mentioned last week is a domestic abuse uh charity in berkshire um <clears throat> the game itself was probably not the game they wanted they lost 4-0 to southampton but um Southampton have had a decent season. Um, I think they've only recently exited... Yeah, they've only recently exited the Cup. So they've got lots of games to catch up on, I think. Um, But yeah, it seemed like it was really successful. They also... um, Broke their attendance record. I think there was 264, I think it was. And that was actually the most attended game across the entire um, Women's National League at the weekend. So yeah, really good there. And hopefully those people also go next week as well um, and keep attending those games. So yeah, despite despite the score, a successful day for Maidenhead.
1: Yeah, very good. Really encouraging to see that many people heading down to uh, York Road on Sunday. And uh, yeah, congratulations to Maidenhead on hosting a very successful Women and Girls Day. Uh, if there's anything else coming like that, you will hear about it here on uh, on our podcast and all across football in Berkshire. So uh, um, keep uh, your eyes peeled for anything further in that regard. Uh, OK, Abby, also at the weekend, we're sticking with you for some more women's sports. Reading Academy winning the Women's Senior Cup. It's just yes. all about silverware in Berkshire at the moment, isn't <laughs> it?
2: It is indeed, and in emphatic fashion as well, actually. Um, So they played Chesham United ladies um, who are in the same... No, they're not. Do you know what? I can't remember which division they're in. I want to say they're in the southern region, but I might have just made that up. That's terrible, isn't it? I should know this. (laughs) Um, But yes, they played Chesham United and won 5-0. I think it was a fairly quiet game to start with and then the first goal went in and it was fairly regular up until that point as well um worth noting that uh Rhiannon Stewart was in goal for them um she's had a few first team appearances and also um I think it was five different goal scorers actually um and one from Leila Lister and one from Anne-Sophie Tommen as well they're both players who have had uh first team features yeah i th- that's one thing actually to point out is that so as much as they were reading City, reading fc that was the academy who were playing um obviously the the first team women are otherwise occupied <laughs> um but yeah seems like a, it was a really good game um i think that both the women's finals have been very competitive which is good and i think Trisham had a good go as well it seems as though they weren't they weren't entirely bowing down to reading but um yeah obviously that academy setup is uh, was proved to be um superior i suppose in this case so yes congratulations to the academy and also just a little plug as well go and listen to my um podcast that i did with rob gear their manager really interesting listening to him and his career and what he's doing with the academy so yeah
1: exactly what i was going to say there yeah sorry uh, yeah very nice no- well no it's your is your work so you get to publicize it but very nice to um, see the academy be successful after like you say, we've spoken to Rob Gear very recently, and it was really good to get some insight there. So, good to see uh, um, him and the academy there getting some success. Absolutely. Good, good. All right. Uh, before we move off the weekend, anything else before we start talking about perhaps the uh, uh, one of the biggest games of the week? Uh, Tom's got something he wants to say of you. Yes. Um, I want
0: to flag what. What on earth is going on at Hollyport and their and their food kitchen? Um, <laughs> I I can only imagine the glorious uh, half-time scran as we're now calling it these days, and that is going to be on offer when they actually do have a proper kitchen. But I noticed at the weekend um, they had what was effectively hot dog. No, not sorry, not hot dog sausage and mash in a in a cup, which just like uh, they, this this is not the first week that they've done something. I think they had pulled pork rolls last week um they've had all sorts of stuff it's just yeah what what on earth is going on but it's it's absolutely wonderful um just yeah keep i can only imagine what sort of joy is going to come out of there um <laughs> when they have a proper kitchen um watchers of our of our live feed will, uh can see it on the screen now but um yeah just just amazing and, and the full credit to them um I think we've talked a lot about Hollyport on here in the danger of that we're going to become football in Hollyport but um <laughs> uh, so to, sorry there's a, there's an inside joke there with one person who will be listening to this later on um but yeah you know they they are they are doing their very best off the pitch i think they're doing their very best on the pitch so um yeah just absolutely love to see and there were some great uh, some absolutely brilliant comments on that as well so fantastic mm-hmm. keep up the good work hollyport
1: yeah two thumbs up from us here Um, or three because there's three of us yeah anyway
2: i'd say say six six?
1: yeah okay i'm not doing it (laughs) brilliant all right well let's go to one of the uh biggest occasions we've had in berkshire for a little while should we say um uh trophy titles come and go but i mean um, attendance record and a night to remember for Ascot Town. Uh, Ascot Town? It Ascot town. Ascot <laughs> Why United. is
2: everybody going from United to Town or Town to United?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not getting... Perhaps I enjoyed it uh, slightly too much last night and I'm not quite... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Recovered yet. But yes, Ascot United hosting Wicked Wanderers in the semi-final of the Barks and Bucks Senior Trophy. Uh, step f- five football against, admittedly not Wicked Wanderers first team, but a League One uh uh, representatives nonetheless uh a brilliant uh, game uh, uh ascot united last night finished nil-nil and went to penalties ascot triumphed 3-1 on penalties through to the final pretty good fun last night wasn't it abby
2: yes very good fun just um i had, I had a lot of joy writing the uh the write-up this morning actually just uh having a little ponder about the the evening in general um so yeah it was really nice just a real buzz around the, the well around the bar <laughs> yeah. and also around the uh the pitch itself and just yeah, the car parks filling up super quick as well I like you, you panic called me to tell me that you were not sure if you're gonna get a space <laughs> um yeah just uh Neil Jeff's Uh, Dusted off his drum as well, so that was that was heavily beating around the uh, the pitch as well. And also, it was just it was really nice to see so many of the kids from across the like well, so a lot of the youth teams were there last night behind the goal, and just yeah, just a real family atmosphere there, which was really nice. And yeah, just big cheers as the teams entered the pitch as well. So yeah, it was a yeah a really fantastic evening, definitely.
1: Yeah, there's cracking atmosphere down there. Like you say, uh, we sold out uh, uh, 1,267 there, which is an attendance record for Ascot. So fantastic stuff off the pitch. And hopefully that, you know, a nice little payday for them, which they can, um, yeah. Put to good use or whatever, but on the pitch, I thought you know they they were well worth a result last night. They were probably the better side throughout, certainly in the first half. Uh, they had uh, most of the uh goal, um, goal mouth opportunities, probably should have been um, you know, a couple up at half time. Um, and then second half was a little bit more disjointed, but towards the end, it's uh, we started seeing um, some more football again, and um, Ascot were. Uh, it was quite exciting really wickham were uh, had a, a couple of good opportunities one great save uh by, by ascot right at the death of the free kick and uh but there were also opportunities down the other end with the um uh some the sharp play from uh, a couple of the substitutes that came on i thought overall ascot 100% deserved to be in the final uh, based on the performance so it's not just a great day off the pitch, in terms of the occasion, and uh, you know, a, a big club coming to town, it was a really good day on the pitch as well. Fully worth the, uh, fully worth the place in the final. Yeah, didn't get to go last night, Tom. You look like you're poised to say something there about the uh, evening. No, no,
0: just um, I'm just aware that
1: we've got a little clip which we could uh, which we could
0: put on of the um, of the end of the game, um, if anybody would like. What do we reckon? Uh, go on then yeah, stick it on here we, here we so, go here we go um obviously for our for our visual listener for our visual listeners for our for, for the for the stream watchers this all this will be great um if you're listening on the audio head over to our facebook page you'll be able to find the uh the video on there so here we go um i don't know does everybody want to do a bit of commentary on this it, <laughs>
1: Abby, involves your a, video, it? it does involve a lot of george lock <laughs> george <laughs> lock running towards the crowd yeah I'll, I'll do some audio description rather than commentary okay all here. right
0: here we go you ready
1: Yeah.
0: Know if um, I don't worked. know if you did I didn't don't know if you did anything there, Rob,
1: but no one could hear a thing because oh. it completely cut out and only did the. Uh... I thought I'd done quite well there actually. I just <laughs> oh, I was like, talking to myself, so yeah, uh, never mind. But uh, what happened was uh, Louis Blowers stepping up to uh, take the final penalty, dispatching it into the bottom corner, uh, the bottom right uh, hand corner of the keeper. He runs off. Um, uh, to the writer uh, throws his shirt so there's a good natured picture invasion while george locke runs to the crowd in front of us and uh, yeah wild scenes of celebration and uh, no more than ascot deserve fantastic occasion fantastic evening and a fantastic result yeah
2: can i just make a couple of points about that um go on then the the keeper was booked for time wasting just before louis took his uh, <laughs> yes. penalty so that was just a little little chef's kiss moment there. Um, exactly, yes. A lot of people were shouting off from the crowd as well, which is quite amusing. Um, yeah. And also I spoke to Louis in the bar afterwards <laughs> and he was like, no, yeah, I think I might have pulled something when I took my shirt off and flung <laughs> it in the air. So that was, uh, <laughs> I, that was
0: funny to hear. When I first saw the video, I thought, oh God, he's not throwing his shirt in, in the crowd, has he? Because there'll only be one of those.
2: Yeah. I think he might have lost that. <laughs>
0: well, it didn't, get. yeah, it went, it went on the floor. It, fortunately it went on the floor on the pitch. But yeah, the, the, I imagine as well as searching for Chris Ellis's penalty, they'll be searching for, for <laughs> Louis's shirt this morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, very good, indeed. very good. So yeah, Chris Ellis obviously being one of the uh, two uh, Ascot players who didn't, uh, didn't score his penalty. But uh, yeah, his went high and wide and over the bar. But gl- glad to see it didn't matter in the end. Um, so fantastic results again. So ready... Um, Ascot will play either Reading or Milton K, uh, M.K. Dons in the final. And uh, we wait to hear when and where that will be. And uh, yeah, another big occasion for Ascot to look forward to there. Fantastic stuff.
0: Just one thing, one important thing to flag as well, um, thanks to the association with Ticket Pass, which we have and Ascot United have Um Ticket sales earned £434.74 for charity last night. That will be split um, based on uh, a percentage of who chose what charity between Cardiac Risk in the Young, Berkshire Search and Rescue Dogs, Sebastian's Action Trust, and Thames Hospice.
1: Lovely. Fantastic stuff there. So, yeah, another good thing to get involved in if you're representing or a representative of one of the clubs, please get in touch about the uh, ticket pass there and it can. it can benefit good causes as well as yourself. So, yes, yeah, something to highlight there. Fantastic stuff. Good, good. Another game we should highlight from last night is uh, Barks County. All the goals um, uh, in their game against Rayners Lane. Uh, Rainers Lane, a very good side, one of the teams uh, towards the top end of the promotion picture in the uh, Combined Counties uh, Division One, and Barks County eventually running out seven-three winners. Oh in the uh, Esoteric Recordings Division 1 Challenge Cup. So, yeah, they are through now to the quarterfinals of that competition, where, um, as are Woodley United and Sandhurst, and uh, Xavi Sports are still in as well, they still have to play their, uh, uh, what is it, last 16 game. So they don't know their opponents yet and that but uh, they're still in the competition as well. So congratulations to Barks County, who are just quietly having a very nice first season at Step 6 level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, I don't know if it's just quietly, actually. They've had a great run in the FA Vars. Very creditable league position. No danger of going down. Very strong sort of mid-table, upper mid-table position. And, uh Yeah. Having a nice little cup run in the Div One Cup as well, so fantastic stuff for Barks Games. I,
0: I mean, I don't, I haven't spoken to uh, Ellis or Simo lately, but I, 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 don't know. I feel they might be a tad disappointed they're not in the promotion mix. This Maybe. is, this is, this is not from from anyone. I just, just, just feel like this, the the season they had, they might just be a little disappointed not to be in the promotion mix. Maybe.
1: Yeah, they're not far off it to be honest, uh, and you know. From an outsider looking in, perhaps they, perhaps you're right uh, internally, but an outsider looking in, I think they've had a, oh, a great yeah, season. Oh yeah, 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 I completely Absolutely. agree. With you. But um, but yeah, they've had some really good results, and some really good results against uh, some teams higher up, um, in the division. I think uh, they obviously had a lot of games uh to play when they're on their FA Vars run, and so they're they're kind of catching them up now. Perhaps the extra fixtures is catching up with them. I'm not sure, but they uh they Every time I've seen them play this season, they play some really nice football. Get the ball down. I like to play out from the back. And, uh, yeah, very uh, fun team to go and watch if you're uh, looking for a fixture this weekend or whenever.
2: It's so, yes. um, worth noting that that um, game last night as well, there was um, two hat-tricks in that, that seven seven goal. Three. Yeah.
1: yeah. Two.
2: <laughs> no, that there's one? two hat-tricks. Yes, they won 7-3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was, yeah, I was trying to... I don't know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> oh, right. But, yeah, okay. um, a hat-trick for Harvey Griffiths and a hat-trick for Luke Hayden. And then I think Kai very Holtz good. got that seventh goal as well. So, yes, very nice indeed.
1: Congratulations Robert, to County. Go on then. Tom, are you going to say something?
0: No, just carry on. I'll... I'll... Yeah, well, bizarrely, Harvey Griffiths is the, uh, has been the lead image on my there is a transfer deadline day for non-league clubs, find out when it is piece that I first wrote in 2018. Um, just <laughs> coincidentally, he is the, uh, when he was signing, I think, first team
1: forms for Bracken. Fantastic. Well, congratulations to Park County who go marching on and we'll look forward to the, um, to the, to the draw in the uh, quarterfinals to see who they get there. Um, one of two last uh, well done. not quite in our region, but uh, both uh, oh. Hanworth Villa and uh, Bishops Cleave won the, their step five divisions last night um, as, as alongside when Ascot were uh, playing uh, wickham Wanderers. The Bishops Cleave won theirs emphatically. I can't remember who they beat, but they beat them 10-1 when they only needed a point. So they are champions of the Hellenic uh, division and um, Hanworth Villa... Uh, beat Southall 1-0 to claim the Combined Counties Division uh, uh, Premier Division North title. So the Step 5 division that contains Reading City and Ascot and all our Berkshire clubs. Hanworth Villa have won it and they've been a pretty fantastic side all season. So well-deserved and beating probably the side who, are, uh, who were the perhaps closest rivals in Southall last night to claim the title. Very sweet. Well-deserved Hanworth Villa. Well-deserved Bishops Cleave. So congratulations there right before we move on anything else uh, before we take a look at the weekend's fixtures from either of you a couple of blank faces looking back at me so uh, i'm guessing we're going to have a little uh, look forward to the games this weekend uh Tom, won't you pick out a couple of bed uh, uh, fixtures for us that uh, you like the look of this season? <laughs> I ask you every week, and like you, every week, you look back at me with a blank face.
0: Oh, I so. know, but it is non-league day, isn't it? And of course, so I have actually done something on this. I'm just Aha. obviously just Plain. you know, oh, got you, got you. Good, good. good. Um, it is. <laughs> I think it's. Do you mind if I just list? The, it's non-league day um, if I list the home Berkshire fixtures Maidenhead um, United are at home in the National League against Barnet Slough Town are at home against Braintree Town in the National League South um, Bracknell Town are at home to Chalfonts and Peter they will lift the trophy as we've mentioned that one is also free entry but don't forget it's at Sandhurst Town FC um, in the combined counties Premier North Asker are at home to Tadley you can buy tickets on FI Berkshire on sorry on football in Berkshire um, for that one Windsor are at home to Hounslow Wokingham and Embrook are at home to Reading City. That would be a really good one. And in the Combined Counties League Division 1 on non league day, AFC Aldermaston are at home. Barks County are at home at Binfield. Jarvie Sports are at home against Langley. Eversley and California are at home to Hillingdon Borough. Not forgetting that California is, of course, in Berkshire. And um, Woodley United are at home to Enfield Borough. Don't forget that is at Reading City FC.
1: Lovely job indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Well, thank you very much for actually, uh, yeah, picking one or two out this, season, uh, this week to uh, uh, save our blushes. But, yeah. Uh, Abby, do you want to do the same for the women's side or highlight a couple of the uh, um, uh, top fixtures that we have?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, they are not at home, but Reading i have got Aston Villa on Saturday at 12.30. Very exciting. Um, that's that game. That I said, oh, they should be fine in that one. And Tom, I'd just like to point out that you're, uh, oh yeah, running all wing. not going to plan right now. No. <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> that should be a, a good game and an important one as well. Um, <clears throat> and then in terms of a bit further down the pyramid, Maidenhead don't have a fixture. Um, Southern Region, both of our, well, actually Ascot are done for the season. Um, and Woodley and Eversley are both away so um, if you want to go to Oxford or Bournemouth, treat yourself but yeah, um, if you'd like to stay closer to home, Thames Valley is where it's at Um, there is a Berkshire derby in Division 1 as Wargrave play Tilehurst. I think that should be a pretty exciting game, Tilehurst are having a up and down season, they do really well some weeks and then just not not so well other weeks, so um, yeah that should be a good one against Wargrave I think um meanwhile in division three south um there's another derby there with Taplow versus caversham um and then we have also got burfield and shinfield rangers in the development division that they are both at home as well
1: good good
2: good fantastic well that all
1: uh, about uh wraps up everything we've got on the running order then lady and gent is there any other business we'd like to discuss before Uh, We sign off for this afternoon. Um, Um, No,
0: No, you go first, Abby, unless you're (laughs) going to say what I'm going to say.
2: I just wanted to do a little quick rundown of the Thames Valley, because as I said, we're getting towards the end of the season. So there's a few teams who have completed their season so we, we're in that weird phase where there's still a few cup competitions happening it's like the final the semi-final or there's teams who have got five million fixtures to catch up on um <clears throat> but we have actually there's just one division left to confirm champions but um so that's division three west but division one was won by Badshot Lee uh division two is Kidlington division three north was Bletchley Shamrock Uh, Division 3 South was a Berkshire side in S4K. Division 3 East was a Berkshire side in Ascot Reserves. And the Development Division was another Berkshire side in Shinfield. So, yeah, as I said, Division 3 West is the only one that's left. And actually, although it's not a Berkshire, it doesn't have any Berkshire teams in it, I think it's still obviously worth noting because at some point our sides will end up playing them. Um, But that one is going to go down to the wire, definitely, because East Oxford, I think, have finished the season. But Headington could still go ahead of them on points in second. And even Barton United, I think they've got five games to play and they could leapfrog both of them. So, yes, it's very exciting there. Um, I have attempted to read the rules on (laughs) the promotion and relegation process in the Thames Valley. There used to be a playoff um, kind set up, but I think they've scrapped that now. So, automatic promotion happens for the first teams if... There's more than one feeder division into a higher division. <laughs> um, but I still am not entirely sure how that works when we've got four, three divisions. Um, I assume what they'll do every year from now on, and you know, that they've done with COVID, is they wait to see if there's any teams who withdraw and things like that. And then people can apply for promotion and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think they'll just rejig the entire league every every season really rather than do playoffs and things like that so if anybody else would like to explain it in more articulate ways i would very much appreciate it because i don't think i I think i've just rambled there if i'm honest (laughs) Um, very
1: well yeah keep reading those documents eventually they make sense it took me a long time to read uh, before i figured out what was going on (laughs) on the men's side and i've only just got my head around that now so yeah kind of clear there tom did you want to say something as well
0: um yes I do. Um just give me one sec because whilst we were talking I should have got this ready and I didn't cause why would you? Um I um uh, I'm I want to say proud. I'm very proud to announce that the Berkshire Football Awards um will be open for nominations uh, as of lunchtime Wednesday today the 23rd of March. Um we are being sponsored by, uh, and I can't quite believe this has happened, Eddie Stobart. They are they are sponsoring the awards. There's a bunch of other sponsors as well who are all sponsoring awards. Um, Calibra Tree Surgeons, Man V Fat. I don't know if you're familiar with that, football program um they they run um five a side sessions for for slightly weightier men such as myself who who want to get fit and get back into football um we've got uh, rural pico who you may have seen around and about at places like woodley uh, and, and stuff like that and there's there's a whole bunch of others uh, Ascot sports bar abbey which i know you frequented last night um regularly i believe told you i'm a woman of people Indeed, indeed. Did you you queued up like a like queued like a boss as everybody else did? Um, (laughs) so and we are hosting the awards night at Double Barrel Brewery in Reading, it's going to be a really great night, there are going to be 150 spaces available if people would like to come along, obviously some of those will be taken up by um, potential award winners um, but we'd really love to see as many people there as possible, it will be hosted by Sky Sports News' Tom White and um, all I can say is nominations are now open
1: Fantastic, yeah really good night and we'd love sorry, head
0: head to the website to get nominating
1: it's the website to get nominated indeed. It'll be great to see many representatives as we can from different clubs um, coming along. So, yeah, if you are part of a club or if you just want to come along for the evening, it's going to be a great evening. Yes. So, uh, yes, get along to uh, footballandberkshire.co.uk and you'll be able to uh, vote there. Fantastic. You, um,
0: you will also be able to buy your, have your dinner as well because we are bringing in uh outside caterers so you can you'll be able to book your dinner as well as uh coming along and having a nice drink
1: you'll be able to book some dinner as well what a night what a night indeed fantastic stuff good all right we'll one thing we didn't mention before, I just want to say quick congratulations to uh, Maidenhead United, who hosted Southend last night for the first time in their history <laughs> and ran out two-one winners. And the saltiness of the South Southend oh. uh, Twitter feed last night made that victory even sweeter. So uh, fantastic! Good work, Maidenhead two-one winners against who, one of the belt clubs. Who was clubs, it? Who Southend. was it?
0: Who called it a belt
1: down? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I like that. Very I imagine good. it
0: was. Was it? Was it Gabbo?
1: quite possibly <laughs> um
0: there was, oh, there was a he had a, there was a voice of reason moment this week as well um from from uh, from our man steve and for the life of me i won't be able to remember uh, what good. it was but um yeah um as usual he had some wise words so great <laughs> <laughs> very good brilliant was it
2: something to do with um people celebrating
0: it may well be um may well may well have been I think. Oh, actually, the the one tweet I did want to read out um, that he put out this week was a fantastic title victory for Bracknell Town FC. Not sure if it's easier to play for a Bobby Wilkinson side or against one, because whatever way you're going to be run ragged. Promotion and only letting in ten goals, most as penalties or own goals, is a remarkable achievement. Absolutely
1: true. Yeah. So it's nice bookending the show (laughs) on our uh, first yeah Bracknell's first title win for 28 years. Fantastic stuff right well on that note let's get out of here uh oh, can
2: i just say one more thing sorry oh sorry on, then. um just that our very own lish povey will be on bt sport on saturday this weekend as she is doing commentary for the uh women's super series um in for the national futsal series so that's very exciting for her very good
1: yeah, congratulations, Lish. Good to see you um, moving up in the world. And, uh, yeah, just remember us when you're all big and famous. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Still expected to turn out for the uh, football in Berkshire six-a-side team whenever fixtures to be confirmed.
2: Yes, <laughs> Told you, we'll be the dream team Joe up top.
1: Yeah, <laughs> doing all the running. Good stuff. All right, then. Well, uh, we'll leave it there. And... Uh, saying, thank you very much for listening again, and please head along to uh, footballinberkshire.co.uk for all the uh, latest content. And uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Just search for Football in Berkshire. So, all that's left to say is goodbye from Tom. See ya. Goodbye from Abby. See ya. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, everyone. Thank
0: This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob Davis and featured Tom Canning and Amy Tysonist. It also featured a conversation with Bobby Wilkinson, the Bracknell Town Manager. It was cobbled together by Tom Canning. Our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook and at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 210 That's 0330 118 0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.